right, everybody. Welcome back to Cyberware Podcast, Episode 3. And for today's episode, we got a pretty interesting topic that I'm excited to talk about. Uh, my name's Nathan. Uh, I'm your resident expert for all things cybersecurity, and I'm here joined with Ham. Ham, once again, on the mic, as always, here in the broadcasting room. Today's episode is the Internet Iceberg. So, Ham, what do you know about the Internet Iceberg? Well, I know that using the iceberg analogy, it really, it can go as deep as it wants yep. to go. You know, so we got the surface web, got stuff like Amazon, YouTube, Facebook, all those, you know, yep. big companies that are just out there ready for ready to be accessed. And then you got the deep web, right? Nothing like super crazy, but you got your data stored there and all that stuff. And then you got the dark web. Correct. The dark web is a dark, scary place <laughs> that I never want to go back to. Okay. So for anyone who's just curious about the iceberg analogy here, you think of an iceberg. You see the surface above it, but then icebergs are always so massive underneath. No one truly knows the scale. Surface web, I believe, is what, maybe 5% compared to the like 90, 90 some percent consists of the dark web and deep web. You can think of all the websites that you can find on the surface web. Oh yeah. And it is a fraction of what you can find elsewhere. So the iceberg analogy is you have everything above the surface and it's just, you th it looks big, but it's actually tiny compared to everything that's underneath. And the deeper you go, the bigger it gets or the more stuff that you find there. So with the internet iceberg, how we're comparing this is we have the surface web, the deep web, and the dark web. So as Ham here was saying, surface web, you got your general public sites that you and me visit every day. Could be YouTube, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, you know, okay, I'm going to look at clothes here, or I use D2L for my school. Yeah. Anything like that. That would be considered surface web. It's public. It's accessible to pretty much everybody, however you need it. Um, deep web, as you were saying, I'll just cover it a bit more quick. But deep web, it's the stuff behind closed doors, but it's not the stuff that's down 100 feet. Like that's the dark true. Web. So deep web could consist of things like medical records, hidden wiki, private networks, um, research papers, actually. Yep. And just all the data that's being stored, hidden behind these closed doors. Yeah. And then we get into the fun part, which I'm sure most people want to hear about today which is the dark web. So I'm going to let you just take a lead on this for the start here. So you said you've had experience with dark web. Do you just want to tell us that story? Yeah. I mean, uh, many, many years ago, about, uh, about 10 years ago now, actually, I was 16 years old. And me and my friends, as, you know, dumb teenagers do, we go around and we find fun things on the internet. Yep. Little did we know, we stumbled upon... With a little bit of computer finagling, I have a friend of mine who's a complete computer whiz and knows how to get almost anywhere. Um, he found our way into the dark web. Are you familiar with how we did it by chance? Not a darn clue. Okay, I'll just cover one of the main ways for people here. It's called the Onion Router. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, I've heard I've heard of it. I don't know what it does okay. though. It's okay. like its own its own like network kind of sure. wiggle your way in. So yeah, do you want to continue with the story? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we got our way into it and. There was like, we heard we can search up literally anything. Anything. Yep. It could be whatever you want from like Bitcoin, which is now a huge topic nowadays. This is when we first heard about it when one Bitcoin used to cost around 3K. Yep. Like 3K in USD. And that is a lot of money. That is a huge amount of money. We learned that you would pay X amount of money for whatever you want. You know, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, send that sucker straight to the moon. Yeah, I mean, you know? now, nowadays, think about it, everybody's pretty much got their hands dipped in cryptocurrency of some sort, some or, or, or has previously. Um, I don't think most people realize that this was the, the main currency and has been on the dark web. 
yeah. for a long time. Like, especially Bitcoin, as you were saying. More than that, like, Bitcoin runs the dark web. It really does. With how For how many things that are down there, people traded weapons. There was human trafficking. Like, so many dark, terrible things that you can imagine are on the dark web. Yep. And it's definitely not a place an average person should go to. And it, it's not by any means. As you were saying, guys, with the dark web, you can't just get into the dark web by searching for it online. It's it's its own thing. So, you know, we have the surface web, which is what you use with your Google, your Safari, your Firefox, and then the dark web is its own. People have their own accesses to get into this sort of thing. Yeah. And these markets, as you were saying, the dark web markets, you got drug trafficking, weapon trading, human trafficking, all this sort of stuff. If there's anything that you can think of that's bad and, and that goes on, like you can usually find it on the dark web. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it covers everything. And it's so like massive. There's also like people buy organs uh, you, through the dark web. That's probably some of the tamer side of things that go yeah. on, surprisingly, oh, yeah. for anyone listening. These people go to great lengths to get what they want, and they'll pay, it doesn't matter what it is, they'll pay 40000 for whatever they want. Yeah. And all of this was with cryptocurrency, like you were talking about. Cryptocurrency back in, oh gosh. 2013 2011 when it was just spare change compared to what it's at now yeah oh my gosh they'll literally do whatever they want and that's the thing i've heard stories from people like they went on there and someone just said like hey how's it going first name how you doing yeah oh my and then you got certain people who are on the dark web and they they might not be good characters you know what i mean and they're very evil yeah and it's not a good thing because these people might be completely protected again it's the dark web you usually have some pretty bad actors on there as well and i mean it's these people are pretty smart with how they got onto it they're not they're not new they're not noobs when it comes to exactly, the dark yeah. web is a good way to explain it. They're probably seasoned veterans with how things go, all the functions of it. And coming in, I don't recommend it for anyone. Oh yeah, this sounds fun. Let me do it. Not a good idea. It's not fun. Not, Let me tell you. So do you want to continue with your story there? Yeah. So like we searched Bitcoin mainly. Like okay. we searched Bitcoin and then after that we got link upon link of different ways to like buy anything for Bitcoin, anything, anything for associated. Bitcoin. Yeah. Buy. Okay. And we saw Hitman and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and that is the scariest thing. Being 16, I was just a teenager. Now I'm a, now I'm a full-grown adult and I never want to go back. It was a horrifying experience to say the least. And being in there, someone can track you and they'll dox you. These are bad actors. They're seasoned veterans. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll find they you. If they want to find you. They can find you. Can we go over really quick about what doxing is? Like finding people's place where they live. Yep. They can snag any information about your your network that you're on. They can usually backtrace it to you in particular. Yeah. And then your IP address can be traced to your house or your city to your actual address and yep. all that. And yeah, it's it's basically just backpedaling from they get they grab this piece of information from your online presence. Yep. And then they just follow that back. They just follow the trail to yeah. you. Oh, that's so scary. And weapons have been sold. Yep. It's not just these small, small, like little auctions going on. Like people sell big things for millions of dollars. People sell vehicles there, military equipment, military grade, like full on war equipment there. Yeah. On that auction house. And it's insane. I mean, anything, basically, all the legal stuff that you can't do in the public goes on here. And as you mentioned, drug trafficking, huge one. Have you ever heard of Silk Road, Ham? Yes. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So for anyone who doesn't know, the Silk Road is a pretty good story. So basically, it, it has to do with a guy named, uh, I think it was Dread Pirate Robert. That sounds about right. Um, but he basically became 
a drug lord over the dark web and kind of with this drug trading going on. And it's a huge story, you know, that involved the FBI and them getting on to him. And a bunch of different people were associated through him because he became like a pretty well-known figure on the dark web and where he was selling all these drugs and stuff. And for anyone who hasn't read it, I would highly recommend that. It's a good book. Uh, if you haven't read it, really interesting, really gives you an in-depth description about what goes on here. The Silk Road uh, has a lot to do with drug trafficking, drug trading, all this sort of thing. Really good story. Gives you a lot of in-depth, like about just the true scale of kind of the things that go on here. So highly recommend it if you haven't read it. Yeah. And I mean, especially like these people are going to they're doing so many like illegal things through the dark web that just it can't be tracked either. No, like, as I was saying, if people are being protected, it's not trackable. So as you mentioned, you have people buying drugs, selling weapons, human trafficking is a big problem on there, and I mean all of these sort of things are just untrackable. Like you have terrible people doing these terrible things with no consequences if they're being super smart about it. Yeah, and it's just it's some of this stuff's undetectable. It's not like we have law enforcement or government just tracking the dark web every hour of the day you can't cover everything that goes on that's true and it's just the true scale of everything going on. and i mean we only mentioned like a small percentage of the bad stuff that goes on um, it, it can go so much darker and it's almost like too much for me to talk about yeah I, I, I do want to keep it pg on the podcast here it reaches almost to a point where it's like disgusting yeah i mean it's just criminal some of the things that go on are just downright criminal there's just stuff from movies horror movies like that actually reminds me of a movie uh, i think it's 2007 you ever see the movie hostel before familiar familiar three u.s exchange students go over to europe on a vacation and they end up in this hotel that isn't really a hotel it's actually a torture dungeon you can murdered. find that kind of stuff on the dark web yeah like it's it's yeah. <laughs> just a reminder for anyone listening to this cool topics to read about just kind of the stuff that goes on but do not i can't recommend enough do not go to the dark web it's yeah. illegal uh not gonna have a good time only bad things can pretty much come from it so and again just disclaimer do not go uh you can read about some of the stuff but don't actually visit it yeah i absolutely agree nathan like it's yeah as you're saying it's a cool topic to read about but if if you think about going down there don't do it and you already have and you said you've been scarred I've, yeah i've been down there and i've been scarred for life it's it's where i first learned about cryptocurrency and it's why i won't buy into it now because yeah. i know what goes on with it yeah uh so yeah that just that of just backing up what we were saying guys just stay safe goes back to this the, the security in general internet not a safe place in general regular regular internet's usually not a crazy safe place dark yeah. web there's no there's no safety there's no safety net there there's everyone who goes there knows it's illegal not good not used for anything good yeah well and like you were saying um really quick i just want to throw this out there like people like you use the example of like you go on there and someone immediately you get a chat box saying hey first name yeah like, people can find you they'll they'll know you like if these people want to find you they will they will exactly like this happens on the dark web people are pros on this with how they do this sort of thing i'm glad we gotta talk about the dark web for a bit because it's yeah. super interesting scary place but you know not many people are familiar with it i mean i don't know too many people who could actually have a full-on conversation about what goes on in the dark web that's true um so yeah i'm hoping some of you learned something from this uh hopefully again learned do not go um, r really like a huge <laughs> disclaimer do uh, not go yeah but overall, Internet Iceberg, fun analogy to learn about. This is just a little bit of the scale. Again, we didn't cover 
even a portion of what happens in, the, in our time here that's so far. true and it just goes to show just how big the internet is and how crazy it can be so yeah i just want to cover again uh, internet icebergs for the surface web deep web and dark web that's probably the biggest things you should learn about uh how would you ham anything to say um, uh, most of this stuff i'm pretty i wouldn't say well versed but i know just enough about it but it's this episode has been eye-opening once again. Every, every time I'm in here in the production, it's like I learned something new every and day. And I'm glad. That's the main purpose that we're here for. So yeah. I'm just glad. I'm hoping you guys, listeners, can learn something or have learned something as well. Uh, hopefully for the better. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but overall, it should. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited that you're joining us here, you know, having a good conversation. So. Dude, this, these are great. this is great. The conversations we're having are phenomenal. Thank you for joining us again. I, I can't thank you enough. We've been having a great time on the episode so far. And for anyone else who wants to learn more information about our cyber aware message, just visit mnsu.edu forward slash cyber aware. And thank you. Thank you again, Ham. GG's, Nathan. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, we'll pass this off to Mercy for the news. everyone, Masi Ayesde here with the news. Student expert on the information security team, I'll be updating you with what's going on in the cybersecurity world. Before I get into the headlines, please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And today's highlights are watch out for a malware application called Blender Photo Editor Easy Photo Background Editor on the Google Play Store. This sneaky app asks users to sign into Facebook, allowing you to steal account credentials and payment information. As of October 12, 2021, the application has over 5,000 downloads, but has been removed from the Google Play Store as of now. Use this as a reminder to double-check your applications and their permissions. Always be careful what you download. Our second news update today, Verizon users, be aware of a phishing attempt. Inky Technology Corporation researchers have found a new phishing attempt that is impersonating Verizon's logo. If you look carefully at this phishing message, you'll notice the V in the Verizon is replaced with a square root symbol. This incorrect logo is a telltale sign that this message is fake. Phishing is also happening through text messages from the number 562661159. The message notifies users that they have already paid their bill for the previous month and offers a reward or gift. When you click on the link to secure your reward, you'll be asked to fill a form including your name, phone number, address and social security number. Be aware, this is fake and there is no reward to be given. Instead, your information will be stolen or is watch out for phishing messages, practice safe clicking and never give out personal information. Our third news update today, Japanese company Olympus confirms second cyber attack over the weekend. Olympus, a medical technology company based in Japan, announced on October 12, 2021 that it was hit by a cyber attack. The company was forced to shut down affected IT systems in Canada, the United States and Latin America. Olympus said in a statement, we are working with appropriate third parties on this situation and will continue to take all necessary measures to serve our customers and business partners in a secure way. The second attack came after the same company was hit with ransomware by a group called Black Matter, reported just a few days prior. 
the ransomware group Black Matter has been very active, recently hitting an Iowa-based farm cooperative with an attack that asked for about $5.9 million after compromising its computer systems. And that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for listening to the Cyberware Podcast. We'll see you next time.